They like gay pirates. And no, they were like the good guy pirates, right? They <laughs> well, were the Buccaneers ones who look like snooty pirates. Like they don't really have like swords and like wood legs. Oh, like they have swords, but like they've got like swords, daggers. Swords. They don't have swords. They have no, they daggers. Have the curved ones. Didn't they have the, yeah. the curved ones? Yeah. Are those samurais or black dog? There's the black dog. Are we rolling, Jimmy? Not even. Thank you for that. This is So, as I told Billy a little earlier, Russell, my uh, normal relaxer regimen has been altered, so I'm a little, I'm a little off today. Then there's a reason for that. Got anything to share? No. Oh. Unfortunately, I do have nothing to share. <laughs> Everybody, this is Anos McAngus. You're listening to Metal Nerdy. Goodbye, that is shit. Go to metalnerdy.com. Shite. Sorry, I mispronounced. Shite. It's metalnerdery.com slash merch. Goodbye, it. Fucking support these boys. They're doing the Lord's work, giving you funny shit throughout your day. Go listen to them. Thanks, Anus. Appreciate the good word. Welcome back, everyone. It is the Metal Nerdery Boys. Back again. It is the Billion. What's up? The Russell. Fuck you. Thank you for that. And <laughs> careful. The one directed at me. Directed at me. No, the one that Russell's greeting was directed at. Yours truly. The Wheeler. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He directing that at me. He's directing that at everybody else. So it's 2021. It's a new year. How was the week? It was decent. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck day is today? It is Saturday, right? It's Saturday. Okay, sorry. Sometimes my Saturday. days all run together. Surdy. Surdy. Can, can I brag? Yes, yeah. yes, please. I Russell needs you. to yeah. brag, everybody. Yeah. Santa Claus brought me a uh, new weapon of metal yesterday. Nice. I, uh, I'm the proud owner of a new RG550 Ibanez, and it, it is everything that I dreamt and uh, wished for. For all you gunslingers out there. Good deal. Yeah. Sexy and curvy and... Ibanez, of course. Yeah, love that fucking thing. So, <laughs> so, so my weekend started off with a bang. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> started off with a bang. <laughs> Who's vibrating? Uh, that was me. Okay, uh, cool. That's yeah, Bill's vibrator going off. <laughs> Let me take it out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> And hit the answer key. <laughs> Hello. Thought you were smiling a little extra heavy. Sorry, telemarketer. How you doing? I've got him on redial. It's hot in these rhinos. It's been a very, very strange week. How was your week, Bill? Uh, it was good. Maybe Bill's week wasn't so strange. No, it was. Um, my week is the same every week. It's nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Between Sorry. this and the and the, the barbecue, barbecue. The and, barbecue and work and. Life. Any Stays. barbecue for Life. us to sample? Unfortunately, no. That, uh, that'll be tomorrow. But oh my god! Oh, we got the big. Uh, what you uh, got? The big barbecue event. Uh, you need to talk to your guy. Butts uh, and loins. It's at Cool Ray Field. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Are y'all doing it? Yeah, we'll we're be there. Do it. 
Are you? Yeah. Sweet. Yes, Ass sir. and sausage. Awesome. What's the name of it? Uh, ours Butts is uh, Poppin' Chubbies. Poppin' Chubbies. <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> nice. Poppin' Chubbies. Are you Barbecue. pop or are you chubby? I'm actually, I, I'm both. not going to lie. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I am neither. Um, He's both. We started doing this five years ago with my old restaurant partner. Yeah, he and I would compete Basie Boys. Yeah. Basie with Basie Boys. Boys. Yeah. And, uh, well, when he moved to Tampa, it kind of put the kibosh on that but we still do the event but we hired uh some friends of ours and they have a professional barbecue team and it's called pop and chubbies and okay cool it's a guy named uh shane and james and i will tell you i think i'm a pretty good fucking barbecue guy i mean i've been at it a while you know i'm since their ribs I've had so many good ribs in my life and when you go to this event it's a great event it's called the sip and swine yeah the sip and swine have no. you been there before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We. Okay. That's why I'm saying we've been doing it for like five years straight oh, awesome. since it started. We did the first one. Okay. It's cool. almost like can uh, I get a shot of bacon? Yeah. yeah kind of. <laughs> now the funny thing is, the first year we did it, it was like I said, me and James, my old restaurant partner and yeah. good friend. Um, we were the party booth. Okay, so you have all these booths, right, where yeah. everybody's cooking Beats. and everybody's having a good time. Well, you get there Thursday and set up, and then Friday you start cooking and. But James had all of this stuff from he was like a manager of American Pie years ago, and he had all this outdoor like bar and tents and disco balls and laser lights and all of this crap. Well, on Friday night, lights out at I think ten. That means all the public go away. Right. Well, all the barbecue guys that were spending the night cooking all night came to our place because we had the disco ball going and the music cranked up and we had a bar set up. Yeah, nice. So we had a blast. So it's the pre-front load party kind of. Did we place? Well, no. But we had a really good time. Oh, That's what it's all about. No, but we were shit-faced. And then he and I did it. No, that was it. We only did the first one. And then Pop and Chubbies have been doing it since because he moved away. But um, <laughs> the metal people don't give a fuck about this, but right. still, it, it, but, but but it's fun. They're still hung up on popping chubbies. I promise you, that's a great name, right? It is a great they name. might have popped a chubby when you talked about the Ibanez. It's like, oh man, I no, I definitely a popped a chubby when I got my when I opened <laughs> that box. Gross. How's so, it going? So now I digest. Sorry, I was just I got digest. invested in the. Uh, in the barbecue. No, no worries. Here. What the hell? Now you're talking about financial advice, investments. I don't know what's going on, y'all. I'm digesting and investing. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, so, man, uh, you, can, <clears throat> you can invest your digestion any way you want to. Just keep it out of my uh, account. You know what I'm saying? What's on the uh, docket there? It's on the docket there. By account. <laughs> By account, I mean my butthole. Peterman. <laughs> Peter. hey, what's on the docket face. is mail. <laughs> We were talking about, well, you know, we started off this year with, well, we ended last year with 1985, and of course we started off this year with 1986. The year of our riff lord. Indeed. And so, kind of to complement that, and because at this point we've been on the air, air quotes, since, uh, I guess about a year and a half at this point, this will be our second year. So it is totally apropos that we are now addressing some of the Probably four of the most important releases in thrash. Human history. And human history, but also thrash. Yeah. But also specifically thrash, but also also human history. And so starting alphabetically and or however they used to open the shows in Sofia, Bulgaria, where they did that big four 
yeah. a few years ago. They had literally they had Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica, and Slayer go out, did like a small tour, which that would be like the oh. for real. So we figured we would start off with since there was so much else that happened in 1986, which if you listen to our last episode, less our last episode, if you listen to our last episode, last episode, our last episode. Look, man, I'm freestyling my shit, motherfucker. Sorry. But if you listen to our last episode, there were three very critical albums that came out in 86. And of course, Spreading the Disease by did not. Anthrax did not come out in 86. It came out in the 85. So we are going to delve into the Spreading of the Disease, a.k.a. STD, if you're into acronyms. Which sounds kind of weird. Maybe we shouldn't refer to it that way. Yeah. Oh my god, did you get the new album by STD? Oh my god, it's blistertacular. I gotta say, um, this was my first Anthrax experience with spreading the disease. First ever experience? Yeah, well, first time I ever heard Anthrax yeah, was this album. Right. And what I loved about it, I actually heard this before I ever heard uh, Fistful, you know. This was my first Anthrax. But the cool thing about it was I was used to, you know, the Metal Church, which had, you know, good vocals, but Metallica, Slayer. And then I heard Anthrax, and it was as heavy and as fast, but these beautiful freaking vocals, you know. Like uh, almost like 80s, like power ballad style singing. not Or even better. I mean, almost. Not to make Bill all retchy over there, like, Stop it! Don't say power ballad. But Belladonna just had this, yeah, sure, amazing voice. He had the killer voice for right. like melodic metal. Kind of, it was like Iron Maiden, a little bit cleaner and thrash. You know, to it had that perfect kind of fit. Like you could literally just drop that puzzle piece in, and it's like, bloop. yeah, yeah, like no, like no force on the piece in, or no, you know, no lube around it to get the piece in place. You know, you just like drop it right there, and it just, bloop. yep. And and, and, and it I was hooked immediately too. because. I've always, you know, I'm a big Robert Plant fan, you know, yeah. Ozzy, yeah. you know, these guys with these high, clean voices. Yeah. Yeah. The projecting it, kind of vocals. Right. And and when I heard this, I was just like, holy shit. Okay. So you mean there's a band out there that's just as heavy and just as fast as all these other guys, but the motherfucker can sing? Right. That was kind of what, yeah. what was different to me about them so much because it was so radically different because Dave was kind of a snarl. Yeah. James was kind of a bark. Grunt, and Tom or, yeah. was just kind of a, you know, yell, yeah. scream. Yeah. So, I mean, Joey was like, oh, the hell's going legit on almost like, uh, Steve Perry or you like know Ario oh, yeah. Tracks yeah. Wagon, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, it was yeah. like all of a sudden you got this really major vocal. Uh, I was impressed as shit, and I was hooked immediately. And definitely one of the most impressive, yeah, thrash. Things I became a sure. huge fan immediately when I heard it. So I, I love Fistful of Steel. It is what it is. It was Ow. the beginning, or sorry, Fistful of Metal. Goddamn, <laughs> reinventing I, the metal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> reinventing the metal. <laughs> hey, this is Philip H. Anselmo. I sound just like Ron down at Cutline, but check <laughs> yeah, out her new album, Reinventing the Metal. <laughs> it, it's a cover album of Anthrax's Fistful of Steel. Y'all come check it out. We got it on the fucking uh, jukebox down here at the Rib Lounge on Cutline. Anyway, it's, this is still Ron. I'm just fucking with y'all. Happy 2021, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So. 
But that's going to have to hurt a little bit there if you got a whole fistful of steel. Hey, everybody, it's Margie. Hope you're listening to some Nordstrom out there, <laughs> keeping, keeping old streams alive. Now we're talking about the old Nordstrom, not the new Nordstrom. Well, shall we get into the trackuses or shall I we go so. through the statuses? I think we've got, we're in our alternate headquarters at the moment because our normal studio is being constructomized, fumigated. Yeah, all the relaxer smells being scraped That's off right. the walls down there. Smells like a skunk ass. So I'm trying to. I'm gonna move you over here. It was releasified, releasified, released on Halloween Eve, 1985. It was recorded at Pyramid Sound Studios, Ithaca, New York, which is a tangential shout out to the Alex Paralysis. That's now he pronounces his name. It's Alex Perialis, but. I think on a prior episode, we called him Alex Paralysis. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like a fun character, doesn't he? He doesn't move, does he? <laughs> uh, released through Megaforce Island Records, which sad to say, I think y'all probably recently saw the news about Marsha Z passing. Yeah. yeah. So Sucks. rest in power, Marsha, and thank you for the music. Everything. Hail. Yeah, and everything. Hail definitely to Marsha. And raise a glass to Marsha. Hey, let's do that right now. For those of us Cheers. that have drinkuses in our hand. Clinky, clinky. The all around clinky to the Marsha's Azula. Hell. Mm. Ah, thank you for that. I believe we're all drinking various different relaxers here, but they're all sort of the same. And my mustache is getting so long that now when I talk after drinking, it's like the ultimate like COVID mask, you know, assembly video. It's like, this is why you have to put your mask on. As soon as I hit a hard consonant, it's like I'm, I'm, Bill's like a good five feet away, and I'm covering him in spittle. I know that sounds gross. At least you're probably aroused, but that's what's happening. I'm just getting it out there. Wished you wouldn't. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So anyway, I got a shave soon. Is what I'm saying. Shall we get into the tracks, lads? I think so. Track numero uno is Bam is looking them up. Is the A I R. And by the way, the AIR is a reference to, um, I think it's Adolescent in Red. That's yeah? The I, I always thought it had something it, to do with well, Michael it, Jordan. No, that's so. what the acronym stands for, <laughs> Adolescent in Red. And I guess it's like a take on like Rhapsody in Blue or something like that. Something goofy. Wow, that's beyond my... I, I did a Googleization and looked it up and that's what the internet said. But the internet, internet knows everything. Sometimes. So. Well, sometimes it does. It must be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, got it to be out true. there, so it's right, right, right. right. Some A I R. Ara. Yeah, come on. Yes. Yep, they had me right there. As soon as I heard, I was like, okay. Quality riffs. Like harmonies. You couldn't quite tell where it was going, but you knew it was about to be buckle up time. Yeah. Oh boy, here it comes, you guys. Better get ready there. Jeez. So easy to come in with vocals like, you know, but no. Yeah, 
talk about setting them apart. Nothing else sounds like that, right? He was a riff guy. Yeah, he's a riff oh, man. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. That, I like this lineup. I mean, Danny Smith's on lead. He was awesome. Well, ba- Frank's bass sound, too, it's still, it was aggro, but it wasn't like Dan Lilker aggro. No. But it, it, but it had enough aggro where it was kind of like geezer with like Very steroids. melodic. Yeah. yeah. Like a melodic geezer yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But still with that punch and that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, we've talked about it before. Yeah. I didn't really get into, I don't know why, but I never really got into Anthrax. Really? The Thrash yeah. Gods think, shorted you. I think they did because I didn't, I think my first one, I mean, I remember having the Among, Among the Living tape and I definitely liked it oh, and listened to it, the hell out of it, but I didn't, I didn't go seek any more of it for some reason. I, I don't. I it don't just know why. didn't grab you as much as but the other. All the stuff that resonate. I listened to since. Well, I mean, yeah. They that, came to me late. I mean, not late. I was in ninth or tenth grade, but. Were they kind of the last of the. Yeah. Big well, four you know, you? it was. Yeah. Pretty much. Because I was already way into Metallica. You know, uh, uh, we talked last week. I went from, you know, Metal Church straight to Metallica. And then Mixon came around and it was Slayer. Straight to Metallica. Yeah. And then it was Slayer. It's not that big of a difference. And Megadeth. Right. And then Anthrax came in last. But the cool thing, like I said, about Anthrax was I've already been through all of this. And now you got the same kind of heaviness, but with those great vocals. And once I got into Anthrax, I was sold. You know, it was like everything they did. Yeah. I was like, everything they did was great. Oh my God! Well, different album. We'll talk about that later. But. I mean, the the melodicness was awesome, but the vo- the vocals added a whole new dimension to Anthrax because yeah. they still had the riffs, they still had the double bass, they still had all that. But like well, something be, about their riffs were even more melodic in some sense. I've yeah. even seen interviews with with other guys. I think uh, Chuck Billy and um, um, some Exodus guys, and they were even saying the same thing. Like yeah. Anthrax. I mean. Totally that, different. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're oh, yeah. fucking badass. And that dude can fucking sing. Yeah. You know? Well, like, he was really, just, at the time, he was the only thrash yeah. vocalist that could really sing. Yeah. I mean, everybody He's else was just screaming. It. He's right. still yeah. fucking crushing it. Yeah. I think they're working on new shit. I dude, believe they're I saw him. Some new uh, it might have been five years ago. We went to the big uh, Slipknot. It might have been slit. I don't know what it was called. It might have been Not Fest, or or it might have been one of those. Was it like a public hangings treason competition or something? Uh, it was. At Sorry, Lake- I got off topic. <laughs> <laughs> it was at Lakewood, and uh, Slipknot was the headliner on the main stage. Okay, there was some moat. Uh, God, who all played that night? I can't even remember right now. I'm having a brain fart, but huh? they had a <laughs> they had a side stage, 
and uh, Anthrax headline the side stage. Sorry, I'm fucked up. I'm still fucked up thinking about you coming to the main stage. It's Slipknot. You yeah, see right. Picture, pictures of people like flipping off ones at them. <laughs> it's like, take off your mask. Come on, do it. Remember, Bill? It's kind of like Kiss in the 80s before they took off their makeup. <laughs> Sorry. Saver, Except not as gay. <laughs> Come on. I had to do the kiss reference. We're talking but about it anthrax. was so weird it, in, in two different ways. Number one, anthrax should never play the side stage. But no, never. Even no. if they're headlining. Yeah. Uh, but the band right before them was Black Veil Brides, <laughs> which were pretty good. I don't know if y'all ever heard Black Veil Brides. They're, they're kind of a hot topic thrash or metal band. but Hot topic thrash band? Yeah. You know, uh, they, they were good. But then Anthrax came on, and it was just fucking amazing. And even now, Joey Belladonna might... Well, that was five years ago. He was probably... He's still got power, though. I mean, he's still... In his 50s, whatever. But, yo, God, he sounded like he did when I saw him 30 years ago. I mean... The last time I saw Anthrax was when they opened for... It was Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. Slayer. Arena. It was was 2010. Love that show. It's the yeah. first time I ever smoked weed at a concert, which may or may not have been a smart decision. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Late bloomer. Anyway. Oh, shit. Really? It was a good, it was the a very good first show. concert I went to. I mean, <laughs> weed is everywhere and somebody, and you're just next hey, in line. Hey, I hold just, this. It was, the, it was the first time I actually happened to be in approximation or proximity to someone holding a dangerous and illegal, mind-expanding and wow. incredibly safe and non-toxic drugs. So... <laughs> Not drugs, they're herbs or plants that come from the ground. They're natural. It's a tree. You know, that show for me Psychedelic was, I got tickets from that from a lot of folks for my 37th birthday or, oh, something, right. or really? something like that. Yeah. Excellent. At the Crohn's house. There was yeah, a party right. or whatever. Right and, yeah. And, and we all got tickets and, and there was something wrong because I didn't buy the tickets, I guess. There was something wrong with my ticket. <laughs> so everybody goes in, I'm last in line. They're the last in line. Exactly. And... Uh, it's not working. And, right. So there's something wrong with my ticket. I got to go to this place and this place. And, and you know, I can hear anthrax on the fucking stage. I'm, oh, I'm missing it. I'm missing that it. would take me nuts. So anyway, long story short, I, I finally get in there and I got to see the last song. Oh, my anthrax. God. I'd have lost God my that was in shit. the middle of the song. I was like, and that's the only time I've ever seen them. Fuck. No. You were robbed. Yeah, pretty much. Well, going back to my story. <laughs> Coming back to my story. Well, what I want to say. Well, the cool. Th- okay, like I said, they shouldn't have been on the side stage, but we had lawn, you know, seats for the main show, so we were you know a hundred yards away from fucking uh, Slipknot and all the other bands that were playing. But when Anthrax played, they were on the side stage, which is you know, right come there. one, come all, first in, first out. And me and MG were right in the middle, and they closed the freaking uh, set with Caught in the Mosh. Nice. Right? I mean, holy cow. It was just like... Yeah, exactly. And she'd never seen it before. And she was like, oh, my God, they're so good. I'm like, fucking good. So so Uh, MG is a fan of the Anthrax? Oh, yeah. She liked Anthrax. She loves Scott Ian. Uh, There was some VH1 show we watched years back where he was, they were putting together a band or something. uh, Rockstar, I think is what it was called, where you had all these band members. They were legit 
rock stars and then they would oh like, i know what you're talking about it was almost like an american idol thing where they had different singers yeah, yeah. I, know, I know what you mean i'm trying to remember the fuck was that the I, name of a rock star it was rock star thought, supernova or i thought dave that uh, sounds dave familiar. what's his face navarro he was yeah. one of the judges and so was wasn't it, tommy lee on there too i can't remember it's been so long i don't remember scott ian being on scott ian was one of the band no Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, I think you're thinking of something else. No, I'm thinking of this fucking thing he did with Ted Nugent. Oh, nice. No, it was on VH1. Yeah. They were putting together a band. It was a reality show, and it was Scotty and Ted Nugent were the two guitar players. It's called Delicious Wildlife. Bach was the singer. Oh, wow. That would be a hell of a lineup. Evan from uh, Biohazard was the bass player, and I cannot remember for the life of me who the fucking drummer was. But they put all these guys in a house, and they had to record an album together. That would be interesting to Oh, they were going to kill Sebastian Bach. He was a bad bad alcoholic and a total... During this time, he was like a bad alcoholic and a total prima donna and and hard to deal with. Like He didn't realize he was hard to deal with. You know, like one of those people... Oh my God, I got to go back and fucking binge that show. I can't remember what it was called. But <laughs> Scott Ian was the only connection. normal person in the right. fucking house. He's <laughs> awesome. Ted Nugent, Sebastian Bach. That's making a statement when you say that he was the only normal person. Nor- he was person the only the normal human in that house. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was normal insane. human. All right. He seems pretty normal. Yeah. Sorry, a, I, I, I keep Ted going Nugent off on the- tangents. Ted is uncle no, ted you know he's yeah, a nut yeah, yeah. you know he's a nut but we love him but we love him I, bl- yeah. I believe ted will be in the uh future to be slated not backshadowing influencers episode oh yeah which will oh, be yeah. coming soon absolutely 2021 oh, oh, oh. all right we got to get back to that some lone justice yes please fuck yeah the bass sets it off the aggro-y, it's like a tad less aggro-y day It's still aggro It's almost SOD. It's almost right. kind of. It's pretty close. Until now. Talk to us, Joe. The, the bass, the bass sound is so fucking unique, though. Yeah. I like Anthrax's gang vocals the best. I do too. That's the Scotty. but it still sounds badass, though. So New York. <laughs> this song to me is not thrash. Not. It's metal. Yeah, it's more metal. It's, yeah, I agree. It's kind of like their escape. Maybe. That's what I was saying to me. <laughs> kind of. Not the Journey yeah. Escape, the Metallica no, Escape. I know what you're saying. Yeah, to me, this is more the... Hello. Hello. I like it. Now it's in. You're good, yeah. He likes it. It's in. No, that's what I was saying. It's kind of very priestish, you know, yeah. metal. Now the next one. Fucking thrash. Yeah. So the next one is definitely thrash. Thrash song. The next one's one of those ones. There's, If you get a chance, I think it's the... NFE, the nice fucking video, yeah. or uh, o- Oidy Nikifessen, e- e- which I equal, think is equal Nikifessen. Yeah, but it's Oidy Nikifessen because it's uh, nice fucking video. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing live, and and Scott's like just 
the opening riff to Madhouse. Like he's just sitting there just chugging that E just before they like start in. And it's just the balls, man. It's yeah. like, holy shit. It's just like crunchy ball riffs are coming out like in hyper color from his fucking cabinet. Scott like, Jesus. always got a great tone. But that tone yeah. is just. Yeah. I could just it's listen. Tight. I could put that on a loop and it's like. It's tight and, and it's edgy and it's. Crunchy ball riffs ASMR. Yes. Listen to these crunchy ball riffs. Courtesy of Mr. Scott. Jet before Jet. It's boom. There you go. Jet before Jet. Oh. It's time for Mr. Brown, play guitar. <laughs> Wables. Love that lead to his uh, yeah. comic book. You know, it's definitely like cray cray. Yeah, it's like the Joker. See the visual of it. Yeah. Well, Joey kind of had that sort of mainstream pop radio-ish vocal style. Not to say that he did, but I'm saying his vocal style was way more accessible than, say, right. you know, James, Tom, Tom or, yeah. or yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Super Dave. Yeah. Hello, me. So it kind of gave it that feel, but it was still... So is it safe to say they're the journey of thrash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Damn. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's not a slap in the face. I mean, Journey was pretty damn successful. Amazing, but the Journey of Thrash? Kind of, with the vocals. <laughs> I feel like I've taught Russell so well. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken after me. It's so beautiful. I guess they are kind of the Journey of Thrash. Are they the Journey of Thrash, or are they like... REO anthrax wagon. That's the question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to keep on moshing you. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Sorry. I clipped a little bit there. Don't ever do that again. I got a whole eighties pop REO speed wagon track. Speed wagon tracks. REO speed tracks. That's it. (laughs) REO speed tracks. Done. I felt that in my sack. Sorry. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Which I believe you might be sterile now. I apologize. Next okay. is SSC Stand or Fall. I think SSC is like silly, stupid, clean thing or something. I know we talked about this on a previous episode. I think. I do not remember. I believe the Hodges reference that that was an acronym for. Really, they did a lot it, of. That. It was like one of those silly acronyms where it was just like you know something to make you think, where you think it's something like super significant. Like well, I mean, just think like, about it. How many songs Satan did they stays have? Stays clean. That means Satan doesn't do drugs, bro. I'm like, they don't were either- deny the power of. 
Drugs. acronyms or initials. NFL, right. AIR. Sorry, new band. Yeah, different, different band. band. <laughs> older band. <laughs> <laughs> Way older band. But yes, SSC, Stand or Fall. Definitely hookiness. Hello, thank you. Can you please load my hash bong? Thank you. Come again. Light it up. Never. I think I've seen Danny Spitz play guitar in my mind's eye. Oh, I That's that. a killer solo. That's so awesome. Okay, that's thrash. Oh, that's definitely thrash. Yes. Oh, We've left the 80s power pop portion of the album died behind. Now we're moving into trash film. Kind of that motorhead feel a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Almost like a melodic motorhead. Yeah. Like Motor Maiden. Motor Maiden. <laughs> motorhead. Charlie's one of those drummers, too, kind of like Alex Van Halen. But you just know it's him. I mean, you can yeah. tell by his tone almost, yeah. Yeah. which is a weird thing to say about For a drummer, but, but yeah. There's some drummers you can just tell who it is. The funny thing is, listen to this, it's like I can totally hear the mix of, you know, Speak English or Die, which I know right. they are. If there's a high degree of well, intentionality this was there. Yeah, I think same studio. Same yeah. studio and everything. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they use Anthrax a recording time to record us? They did. Yeah. I think they, they probably used from the same album. set. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, it was Speaking 85. Speaking Die yeah. has that same tone. It's just like not as polished. Yeah, but the guitar sounds, drum yeah. sounds very, very close. Which, yeah. by the way, we have another episode about Speaking Lister Die, so go check that out. <laughs> it's called Jerry. Yeah, and by the way, all, hey guys, this is Lars. I know I'm a little late to the party here because I had like a gum hangover from last night. But yeah, go buy Metal Notary shit. Go check them out. And uh, please send us some gum through uh, Cash App if you can. Or the gum <laughs> app, whatever you can. I think it's called Juicy Fruit. It's also the name of my cousin. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he just he speaks his mind. That's what got him in trouble. That whole Napster thing. Yeah. And now we sing a song about a baby that everyone would love to drown if they could go back in time. <laughs> the enemy. I think if you know who the song's about, you would agree. That's so cool. Freaking flanger on the drums. The flange makes it snaky. That means they're about to talk about evil stuff, y'all. 85 all day. Hey, it's Thelma Mate, y'all. Crazy. Who's in traction? See, that was kind of had that keep it in the family kind of head. Like, not really trashy, but kind of that still darker subject matter and heavier tone. Right.
reminds me of Sabbath. A little bit. For some reason, just the melody of it, maybe. I hear some Dio in Dio yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. Dio yeah. Dio. Oh, I think Dio will be on the docket later this year. I love these guys like Joey Bella. Where's the hammer on? Who's already singing high? But then goes and does the harmonies a third higher than what he was singing. Right. <laughs> and then he smoked this ball made out of hash and it got even higher, man. So different than all the other stuff at the oh, time yeah. that was in that supposed genre. 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 It's all part of the thrash. Genre. Genre. Sounds French, doesn't it? Hello, would you like to have a place? Would you like to have a plate of room temperature genre? Thank you. Please bring it to my room with some Chablis Blanc. That's wine, I think. Aftershock. Listen to that drumming, y'all. When I heard that, I was like, okay, he's a fucking crazy-ass monster drummer. Kind of like when I heard the intro to AIR. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Charlie is a crazy, awesome drummer. This was proof of that also. be a cool mashup. I wonder if anybody's ever done that. Aftershock and Shock the Monkey. I don't know. It sounds kind of mean, doesn't it? Aftershock the Monkey. Well, it's like, when you're done, Shock the Monkey. It's like, look, I don't know what that monkey wants. Armed and dangerous with the patented 80s acoustic intro. Yeah. Which is a given pretty much in all the big four, except for Slayer. Slayer. Well, until 
spilled until blood. Spilled the blood. That was that was and that was not true very acoustic. I mean, it was a little clean channel. That that was almost like it was evil as fuck. It was evil as fuck. To me, that was kind of like the Badass. ribbing, like the uh uh. See what I did there? Gotcha. <laughs> it almost sounds like a harpsichord or something weird. There. A harpsichord. Never heard of one it's of those. It's kind of harpsy. It's a harpsy chord. It's yeah. a small little organ. It's a harpsichord. It's kind of like the pecan no, it's and pecan and pecan. Harpsy. I'm from Lawrenceville, Georgia, sir. Lawrenceville. It's a harpsy chord. It's a harpsy chord. With a hard C. Harpsy chord. I love Capri Sun. That's, uh, I guess if you think about it, S I is technically pronounced C, senor. C, senor. C. So it makes sense it'll be harp C chord. <laughs> in Espanol C. But in American, it would be harpsichord. Man. That's Texas. Well, that's kind of also America, is it not? <laughs> it's Texas well, America. a little bit. It's Texar America. Isn't, Texar, isn't that a city in Texas? Texas America. Texar, Texar America. Speaking of that. Yes. Armed and dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. I'll just keep pronouncing it. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm from United Arab Emirates. Rich part of town. Oh. The question was light on or hard on? Would you like to dance? Not now. Agent Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, please come to the office. This song was a bit of a left turn for me. Well, they heard Fade to Black and like, okay, let's try. I mean, it's it's cool, but it's like even when it builds up before it gets into like the more thrashy part of the song, yeah. like the main part of the song, it's very got that majestic kind of raise your sword kind of vibe, you know. McDonald's for lunch. Excuse me. Ooh, I'll take you anywhere. Could you get a louder <laughs> fucking water bottle? <laughs> Just. <laughs> He's going to spit it out <laughs> on you. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking swallowed. Oh, he swallowed. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. It's the public's water bottle. I have an issue with these fucking things. All right. It's the skin, it's the littlest amount of plastic, plastic that they can fucking do. All right. All right. It's just not naming any names, hold the but someone I married. Buys these fucking things. <laughs> and I swear to God, they're Steve. like placed all over. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. 
They're placed all over the house. And I think they're like fucking uh, landmines, right? They're just like, so if I get up to go pee in the middle of the night, just so I can wake up the whole fucking house, they're placed out strategically. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh shit! <laughs> oh boy! Oh, sure. I guess on that note, we'll move on to Snakehead Medusa. My favorite song on the album. That's a killer one. I love this song. I do love that one a lot. Very melodious. Yeah, it's just a great guitar. Freaking. That was one of the first verses I ever played. So. It's really good. It's got a nice balance. Yeah, get keep buried in the mix. I haven't heard this in years, but all of a sudden, a y'all can shoot me for this. Uh-oh. I'm kind of getting a lover boy vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Everybody's moshing for the weekend. <laughs> This is likely why I could never really get into really? Anthrax. Yeah, just because like the music is so good, but his voice, I know he's got a great voice, but yeah. you throw it into the mix and it... It was too happy for you or at too, the time, pretty, too at, pretty for you. At the time. Bill just didn't yes. like working for the weekend. I think that's what he's saying. But this Dude, song, I, I, I remember this being my favorite song on the album and just crank. I had this killer system in my truck and I would, I, just, I would just crank this song and it would rattle the windows. And would I, you say that that song would go in the can't be loud enough category? Yeah. Well, it could, yeah. For me, but stay tuned for but now, three. But all of a sudden, I was just listening to it, and I'm not that song, but there's another fucking piece of your heart. You want a piece of my heart? That's what I was hearing. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Wait, oh shit. Now, I'm like, or is that the same song? Wait, I think it is. Actually. It's like on it. It is everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, I think. yeah, you're right. Oh my god. I think I just fucking ruined this song for me. I hate when I do this to myself. Was this, was this song in Footloose or something? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please understand that Anthrax is one. What was it? Top Gun? What? We love Anthrax, but all of a sudden something just clicked with me. And I just ruined the song Medusa for myself forever, I think. A snake face. Well, how did it click with you? What clicked? It sounds like a fucking lover boy song and not just a little bit. Like it sounds a lot like a lover boy. Are you song. saying it sounds like the album cover of was it Get Lucky where like, with the red the, leather pants yeah, in the in the peace sign? Peace sign yeah. at the asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we just, I think Bill's over there almost uh, like in the fetal position. That's like, hilarious. The, <laughs> the next tune Man, is. I'm really depressed. Well, let's, let's rally because the next one was <laughs> one of my rally. absolute favorites from this one. <laughs> I think the reason Gung Ho was one of my favorites so much was because it, it was almost faster even than other shit that I'd heard. Because at this point, I don't know if I was in the Rain and Blood camp yet. Because I got this before I got Rain and Blood. So right. when I heard this, I was like, holy shit, this is almost faster even than like damage incorporated yeah but this one 
I love this one. The ending on this one is probably almost as fun as the rest of the song, but the song is just because the ending is just like that very melodic kind of has like a seventeen seventy six kind of vibe. So yeah. anyway, gung ho, buckle uh, your seatbelts, go fast. Didn't Damage Incorporated come out after this? Uh, it did one year. Okay, yeah, but I, I think at the time I was kind of like. Oh, you had heard the other one first. I had the other one first, okay. so I got into the anthrax later. I was confused. Later. Yeah, sorry. And G.I. Joe. Confirmification, right? There. That's fast as fuck. It's fast. Can you play that yeah. fast? Looking long, hella. So sad. <laughs> See, redemption. Fucking tight. Athletic. It's called You Gotta Hit the Fucking Gym before you can play that song. Yeah, so yeah. This one is definitely in the KB album. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the only old one. Sorry, it's just cleansing. Lung butter. Got no nut burgers there. Oh, caught in the snot. Hey. Wrong <laughs> album. Oh, that was beautiful. That was good. Oh, we got to hear the end, though. Oh, yeah, we do have to hear the end. Sorry, Bill. Mr. Producer, can we hear the end? This song makes my sticker pick up. Do what? Do what? Uh? <laughs> Should I be worried? Yeah, you good. We're satisfied. That's hauling ass. It's a... No. Constant. Seventeen seventy six revolution music and Paul Revere right now. What a great way to end the album. Very patriotic. 
great. I don't, whether, I I don't know whether or not the shoot off fireworks <coughs> to actually go to like a Scottish wedding. It's one of the two. play some killer tambourine actually no scott did the tambourine solo that's what it was <laughs> that's what it was that was the anthrax spraying the disease album dive we thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did we will be back with you very very soon with another metanidary platter of awesomeness Hello, this is the dumb French guy who we do not have a name for yet, only he is very, very French. Is he dumb? I don't know. <laughs> he spells yes with an O. I don't know what to do with that, so. <laughs> oui? No, it's yes, dude, with a Y. <laughs> oui? How does that start with an O? It's you like a W American. and an E. You got an O and a U in there, you dang dumb American. Anyway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Yes. And we will return very, very soon with some more Big Four gloriousness in the interim for all of us here at the studio. Thank you and good night. Good night. And thank you. And thank you. Yeah, I'll take you. And also good night. Bye-bye. But mainly thank you. I want the last word. Uh, sure. No problem. He loves okay, Capri cool. Sons. <laughs> <laughs> they can fuck that up. Russ loves Capri Sons. I do love Capri Sons. Capri Sunnies. I love Nutter Butters. <laughs> All right. Turn it off now. <laughs> For real. I love Capri Suns. Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like us. Share us with a friend. We are at Metal Nerdery Podcast. That is at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can follow along with the show on metalnerdery.com slash episodes. Nerd out.